Hey everyone, welcome to Scholars on the Hill, your spot to learn more about UNC scholarships through the perspective of students. My name is Judge Sangani. And I'm Evan Black. In this episode, we have a great conversation with Dorian Ho, a Robertson Scholar here at UNC. The Robertson Scholarship is a prestigious award established in 2000 by UNC Chapel Hill and Duke University. It's given to students who demonstrate exceptional academic achievement, leadership potential, and community service commitment. The scholarship covers full tuition, fees, room, and board, also provides additional funding for academic and professional development opportunities. Recipients also have the unique opportunity to study at both UNC Chapel Hill and Duke University. Here's Robertson scholar Dorian Ho to tell you more about his experience in the program. My name's Dorian Ho. I am originally from New Providence, New Jersey, so uh, a little ways away from North Carolina, about 30 minutes outside of New York. I am a health policy and management major here at UNC at Billings. I'm a neuroscience minor and also minor in global health at Duke. And I'm a sophomore, second year, uh, year 2025. What are some of your interests and how have you been expressing those through programs and clubs, either here at UNC or at Duke? Yeah. So I mentioned I was a health policy major. Uh, they have excellent resources over there in terms of student opportunities. Uh, something that I've been involved in for a while now for the past two years is the Student Running Clinic, CHAC. So Student Health Action Coalition is a student-led clinic over in Carborough, mainly serving underinsured and uninsured populations. And it's mainly led by medical students and they do a lot of cross-campus collaboration with a lot of the professional schools, pharmacy and social work, nursing, public health. They have a lot of involvement there. And so for undergrads, there are a couple programs there. One is in like interpreting and the one that I'm involved in is insurance counseling. And so the group that I'm involved in is Get Covered Carolina. They do a lot with helping folks who are underinsured or uninsured actually find a way to access care that is affordable for them and convenient. And I've been in that role for about two years now, helping patients find stable ways to access care and helping team there actually find new ways of finding new patients to connect with them. So one of our upcoming projects is on making telehealth appointments for those who can't actually show up to clinic in person, just so we can have those insurance appointments nonetheless. And also, um, I'm really interested in advanced care planning, so end of life documents and how we can make sure that all of that information is recorded as well. So we're incorporating that into the framework of what we're doing with health insurance. In terms of other activities, I do chamber music at Duke. I'm a violinist and a pianist, but I do um, a string quartet over there. And there's, I'm also super interested in China policy, which is highly extracurricular. And that's something I'm actually aiming to get into professionally, but there's a summit that's held every year that I help out with in terms of logistics between UNC and Duke. So it is really collaborating. That's awesome. You sound super accomplished. I loved hearing about the student health clinic. I had no idea that was a thing here. What are the types of resources that you have used from like the Robertson program and how do you think they've helped you in your time here at Carolina? I think most of these scholarship programs, the thing that they're they're advertising a lot is that they have really strong alumni networks. And I think for Robertson, we're not as old as the Warhead came to which we have as many alumni. Um, we've been around since 2001 though. So there's still a lot of folks who been in the same shoes as you and, and gone through similar paths. So for example, I, I found a lot of older Robertsons who had since graduated who were doing things that I was doing. Shaq, like Get Covered Carolina, was co-led by a former Robertson who was a senior when I was a freshman. That's why I found out about that opportunity. 
what I'm hoping to do this summer, which is some HIV research in China, there's a lot of folks who've gone to China and been in that exact lab. And so it's kind of, there's, there's a lot of institutional support for something like that. So I think alumni is a huge part of that, but also Robertson is really special in that we have a lot of cross-campus programming. Currently I'm on my switch semester, so I'm actually living at Duke. Well, I'm in health sciences right now, but the UNC scholars would live at Duke for a semester, understand what that culture is kind of like, take courses there. We have to take a minimum of four over our entire four years and really having access to all of the resources that another campus can provide. And I think that's really important in terms of perspective. I think a lot of us will come out of college saying these are the best four years of our life. I could not get that anywhere else. But having that perspective to be able to say, all right, this is the pros and cons of going to say, you know, a public versus a private university understanding the strengths and weaknesses in terms of, say, institutional support, in terms of, say, funding, research opportunities, all of that, it's good to know how that all stacks up. So in terms of institutional programming or the scholarship program itself, we have a lot of like dinners for six, coffees for 10. There's a lot of opportunities to network with folks who are in lower and higher cohorts. So there's a lot of knowledge sharing. And we also have a lot of programming throughout the four years in terms of just more informal dinners and also ethics course that you take your freshman year. So there's a lot that they offer and their whole programming is focused on intentionality. They have a, like a four question framework and the most important one is who are you? I think their leadership philosophy is something that we are all striving for and which is to, to say that you have all the skills that a leader would have and it's just figuring out the why behind the actions that you're making. That's just a brief overview of what our program provides to students. And I really found that all of these resources have been really helpful, especially when I guess you're first integrating and you don't really know a lot of folks having that cohort of people who are going through the same thing as you is really important. Yeah, that's awesome. I think alumni networks are always impactful and it's great that all of the scholarships here at Carolina have those. And I really like how you talked about the perspective of going to experiencing life at a private school versus a public university. So kind of backtracking, can you tell us a little bit about your journey of becoming a Robertson and what was that journey like and how do you feel that this experience is going to affect the rest of your life? Yeah. So I think there are two paths that people take to get into the cohort and that is most of them will apply their senior year of high school. They'll do a three-stage process with an application, a semifinals interview, and then a finals weekend which is an interview with also, they had some ethical MMIs thrown in there as well. And then the other path is doing essentially the same thing, but as a matriculate, so as a freshman, they do accept a couple of people for that. And so I think I came in through the first route. So I was a senior when I applied and no one from my school in many, many years had ever applied for this sort of thing, but I was, I, you know, UNC was top of my list along with Duke. And I was really considering going into health policy. And as a pre-med, you know, I think we had a lot of institutional support here and an excellent public health program. So I was really considering this. And so I was doing my research into what sorts of funding mechanisms there could be in terms of making this a little more affordable. And Robertson did come up there. And I was immediately struck, I guess, by just how deep that commitment was that they focused on leadership and speaking to a couple alumni at that time, I, I knew that this was a program that I really wanted to apply for. And so that whole interview process took place over a couple months. I had no idea that I was going to end up here. You know, sometimes it's kind of like you end up here and then you don't really know why they picked you. You're just glad to have that opportunity. And 
you know, there was some of that, but looking back, I think, I think the extracurriculars that I was involved in high school, I did a lot of advocacy work, uh, really set me up to be someone that they thought could keep and fit for their program. I've mentioned how they have a lot of focus on that question of who are you and a lot less on actual, like what we would consider leadership skills. I think that's really important. That's something that influence, I guess, how <laughs> that's something that I'll take forward in the rest of my career because they come in thinking that you don't need any extra hearing, say public speaking or brand platform, you know, all of that you already have, but thinking more about the intentions of what you're doing. And they had this activity in their first meeting that I remember where everyone sits in a little loop of four and they're just all asking each other who you are ad nauseum and then they're really happy to consider and come up with something. Not the most fun activity in the moment, but it really does get you thinking. And I think commitments are something that we often need to reevaluate. We just never find the time for. I came into college knowing that I wanted to go down the pre-med route, but I, I guess I couldn't fully articulate why I wanted to do that. And being in this program and having so much space for reflection, dedicated time for reflection with the programming made me realize that, yeah, I, I want to do this out of a, not just a want or a desire to help people, but a broader social mission of empowering communities to care about their health and discouraging the stigmatization of help seeking. And so I think always, you know, these reflection activities that are important. That's something that this program has done a great job of cultivating. And as someone who always like considered a lot of like academic validation and not having to consider that sorts of long-term career intention, that sort of framework from the Robinson was really impactful. Really funny. We did the Moorhead interview and I feel like there's a lot of similarities between your programs and how they've really helped cultivate your understanding of what you want to do and helped you explain why you want to do it. The next question I have, did you hear about the Moorhead scholarship before you came to Carolina? What was your thought process there? Yeah, so I had looked into that as well. For me, I think, I don't know if this is still the case, but back when I applied, there was still like a big emphasis on nominating Protestants. And I coming from a school in New Jersey, you know, not a lot of people went to school in North Carolina. So that just wasn't a thing. Um, and I know you could like self-nominate and all of that. But to me, it kind of felt like, well, there's an easier route. So, I mean, I, I had looked into it, but, you know, it, it just worked out that I ended up only applying to one. I know that Robertson did have a nominating process a couple of years ago, but they're doing away with that now. And that's kind of trying to level the playing field and make schools that don't participate in that have a greater chance of having students come. But yeah, no, I wouldn't say it's like out of spite or malice or I, I like to this one over the other. Like, yeah. it happened that way. So I know you've touched on this a little bit, but how do you think that this organization as a whole has fostered a sense of community. And I was just wondering how ingrained do you feel that you are a part of that community? Well, this is a great question because I mean, we're realizing there are so many aspects that I still haven't touched on as community is one of them. I think community summer, uh, their summer programming is really integral to what the scholarship provides. And their first one is called community summer. Community summer basically has like splits the entire cohort of around 30 people into four clusters and each cluster, each group will go to one site in the American South. And so it's either in rural Eastern North Carolina, the Tarboro, which is where I went, either to Whitesburg, Kentucky, New Orleans, Louisiana, or to the Mississippi Delta. And so the entire point of that is integrating a real sense of perspective into your calling experience and getting each new participating activities wouldn't otherwise have done. I think a lot of the internships, the community organizations they partner with to do work that a lot of us wouldn't think of first hand because we're so professionally focused, I guess, that we don't ever feel like you have the time to do that. 
novelty does kind of force you into taking off something that you might not otherwise have considered. One of their motto is back in the day, but the previous director was growth ability, which kind of speaks to how we are not pushed out of our comfort zone intentionally or unintentionally better fostering that, that growth and that learning. In terms of community though, I think the most learning doesn't come from your internship. I was internship for um, end of life plan, advanced care plan. And that's kind of connects to uh, what I mentioned earlier about being interested with that sort of thing that, that came from this internship. But um, most of your learning doesn't come from your internship. It comes from interactions with their housemates. Kind of think it's like when you have people like Robertsons with big personalities and walls shut over the same house and force them to live together over the summer. That's kind of like, like being forever. But it's it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun excuse to not get to know people. And our house did a lot of bonding activities. We dedicated time for that. So we played hostage in the cornfields and all of that. It was real fun. You know, we'd, we'd have trips all over North Carolina to you know, Lake Norman and Lake Gaston, the beach house that one of our hosts. Um, so, you know, I think there was a lot of opportunity for adventure and a lot of cohort bonding there. And outside of just your own cohort, there's a lot of opportunities for getting to know other people in the program. They do a lot of social events with alumni and connection weekend is a great opportunity for all scholars to come together and welcome the incoming class. So that's where a lot of folks that I've known throughout the program, that's how I first met them. So there really is a, a, a real semblance of community, I feel, in something like this, and especially for those first couple weeks integrating into a new college environment. That's really vital. I'm really happy you feel like you found your sense of community. That's <laughs> awesome. And a big part of college, I feel like. Next question we have is, how do you feel like students not in your program perceive a Robertson scholar or the program as a whole? Yeah, so I think there are upsides and downsides to that. I think firstly, I think, you know, sometimes intentionally or unintentionally, these these scholarship programs, especially the merit-based ones, are seen as elitist. And I guess that just comes from what these programs have, I guess, aspired to in the past. And there really hasn't been too much of an emphasis on socioeconomic diversity and that those with the resources who get into these programs always had the means to actually actualize that. So I think, you know, there is part of that, but also there is a sense of I guess, respect and reverence, understanding that these are accomplished folks and it's great to be able to know them, to work at projects with them, that sort of thing. So I think, you know, there's a mix. <laughs> there's a mix, there's a careful balance between those two things. I think we have to be a lot more humble. I've heard, I've heard it be said that, you know, we have to improve our image just by a lot of people will not actually tell others that they are Robertsons, not just because of the, oh, I go to Duke thing, but also because of like, out of respect, out of humility. I think that's part of our role in being good ambassadors to the program is making sure we're not shoving in people's faces and saying, oh, look at the scholarship I have. And so I don't, <laughs> I, I think it's a mixed bag. Yeah. So you kind of touched on this next question within that question, but do you feel like there's any more specific inequities within the program? And if they're kind of built in, how do you feel like you could address those and change those? Well, I'm, this program has given me a lot, so I'm not going to use this to necessarily bad. Merit-based scholarships in general have a lack of socioeconomic diversity, and that's just simply from the way they're kind of set up. And if we really are rewarding people on the basis of what they've done, then a lot of that comes down to what resources you had initially, what institutional supports you were given. And that is, I guess, the basis of a lot of this. And there are means of addressing that. I think Robertson has done a great 
job of trying to do uh, deal with that in the past. You know, there's a lot of diversity in the program, you know, racial, geographic, diversity of thought, that sort of thing. And they're, they're making strides to market to individuals from schools who maybe wouldn't have, say, a nominating process or something like that. Like removing that nominating process is a huge barrier because, you know, people will not, I think with the nominating process, you kind of feel like there's almost a bridge or a pipeline to get into these programs, removing that kind of does level the playing fields in my opinion. And so that's one way of going about it. Another way um, for medical schools, a lot of them now allow you the ability to identify as an underrepresented minority and then apply with your application bearing that in mind. I don't know. I don't know if admissions committees will view that differently. It's just like they'll have that when recognizing, when reading through your application. And so I think for one of those, you can't have it be, your application be read as a financially disadvantaged group. And I think that sort of model is going to have to be a lot more popular for these sorts of programs because we can't be comparing apples to apples for people who don't have the same resources in order to learn, grow, and achieve. And so all of that has to go into a contextualized environment. So ultimately, I think there are changes that can be made. I think, you know, the there is kind of a noble aim for a merit-based scholarship, but then leveling the playing field again is something that is really important. So that's all. Yeah, I think it's a really cool thing about the Robertson from my perspectives of someone just like researching it for this project. I really like that you can apply to it your freshman year too. Again, kind of levels the playing field. Um, yeah, yeah. No, I think the, the the freshman the freshman aspect is really great too because you know there are so many people who say apply to college and then they don't necessarily like all of this you know affordability doesn't come until the first until you realize what's not getting there that's going to be a lot. But also like for people who just didn't realize that this, these opportunities existed, it's kind of allowing them that second chance too. And so I think the matricula program is a great idea. That is actually another means of combating that sort of lack of diversity. Those were the rest of our questions. Are there any things? that you think we were missing or anything you want to add just before we wrap it up? Well, I, I thought those were great questions and those really did. Those highlighted a lot of things that I, <laughs> a lot of the ways I feel about this program, you know, it's rewarded me in so many ways and made me feel as though I have a good, clear understanding of where I'm taking my career path and its trajectory. But at the same time, you know, recognizing that these programs can and should be remodeled so that a lot more people can have this opportunity and understand what they're trying to preach. I think you guys did a great job with that, and I'm glad to have both of you about it.